0: Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo are Back. Howie lads, Con Morch here, and Mayo are Back.
1: Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard, it's Mayo are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, Mayo
0: are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, and welcome to the Mayo are Back podcast. How
2: do, Pope Francis here, Mayo are Back. Mayo are fucking back.
1: Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Hello, how do, how do, do, do You're very, very welcome to the latest instalment of the Mayo are Back podcast You're joining us live in Ballyhane Clubhouse As we have a packed out capacity of gurus We've got a full panel, fit and available for today's session We've got inbreds to the left of me, not wells to the right Here I am, fully half-baked in the middle of JP, Fat Larry Howdy. and Patsy Broderick oh, How do you? We've gone one step further, guys. We even have a sound man in for today's monumentous episode. And what a sound man he is. I think we can all agree. Pat Fallon is one of the soundest men in all of Mayo. And he's here in the back room, tugging away, just tinkering with the strings, making sure everything sounds nice in your eardrums today.
0: All the way from Bal, and we're delighted to have him. You're welcome to the team, Pat. Well, you know, this is is what you get, you know, at a Dublin-Mayo All-Ireland semi-final. We don't... uh, We don't cut any corners in this, in our preparation for this big game and, you know, I think it's fair to say we have got our strongest selection in years and we are, I think we're ready to give this a good crack.
1: You're right Fat Larry, it's all hands to the pump and here we are in one of the most special places in all of Mayo, a place that has had, you know, a big impact on the state of affairs in the country over the last couple of the years. It's Ballyhane Clubhouse, and it's great to be here. We're upstairs, the lights are on. If you're driving by anyone, you can call in for a little chat. Don't worry, we're not getting rid of anyone or ousting anyone. We're just here for a little chinwag.
2: We would like to get rid of Alan Dillon off the Fine Gael candidacy team, though. That would be great. We'll save that for our next AGM.
0: Well, guys, we're in unchartered territory for this Mayo team. We have managed to make it through the qualifiers. We've managed to make it through the Super 8s. And we have now arrived at a place that we've never been before. We're here at the the After 8 stage. So, you know, this is all very new for us. But there's been a lot of talk about Dublin, Mayo, and All-Ireland semi-finals. But forget about all that. This game at the weekend on Saturday night, it is the fourth anniversary match of David Drake's debut against Dublin in 2015. Four years. Four years. It's hard to believe believe And of course, as we all forget, or as all some people would like to forget, the managers that day who picked them were, of course, Patton and Noel. And, you know, we think of them at times like this, you know, and we wish we had them on our side. Two men who have, I
1: think it's fair to say, been written out of the history books in terms of Mayo GA. I mean, we were at an event now there recently, and we heard they were talking all sorts of trash about Mayo teams gone by. 15, 2001... Even back as far as 96 and 97 And not once And not once would you hear Pat or Noel Being given the due respect that they deserve So that is the first of many
2: Disgraces that we will be pointing yeah. out That's Another district. disgrace is that The victors write the history books And it's an Absolute shame <coughs> that today We're looking at Aiden's Instagram posts and not at Pat and Noel's shared Instagram posts That makes me sick
0: it's a, it's an absolute disgrace. It's a disgrace, a disgrace, a scandal, a farce. I heard, I a shambles. i I heard to the two boys, Pat and Noel, referred to as well just as that, the two boys at one stage. It was like they forgot that they even existed. It's an absolute They've disgrace. Left
3: absolutely no
1: trace. And it's worth remembering trace. in that game four years ago in twenty fifteen, they were also playing against Dublin, also at the semi final stage. And that one went to a replay. What we would do to get a replay against Dublin this time out. We would only dream of it. Oh, I'd take it. Anything to prolong this amazing
0: season we're having. I disagree completely with that, lads. I think I think this is this is gonna be a straightforward game for us now. You know, all the stats in my opinion would would, would lead towards a Mayo win, in my opinion. In my own expert opinion.
1: Well, that's very good to hear, Fat Larry. We will be coming to that later on in the podcast. Is he fucking well? I suppose the first thing we have to go about doing is just declare our intentions very and very early and just say how professional this podcast is. A very professional setup. I even have pants on. We mightn't be as financially backed as some of the other podcasts out there in the world at
0: the moment. But you know, we try our best.
1: <laughs> we do the best of what we have, guys. Listen.
0: Look, as JP said there, professionalism taken to new heights. We're all clothed we're all we all have chairs we're all sitting up and we are all um, well the case in the past none of us are drunk so you know I think we're I think we're going to be ready to put on a good display here alright folks let's go let's get
1: right into it let's review the Donegal game the Donegal game at the weekend was anyone here actually at the game at the weekend?
2: Absolutely not no
0: Patsy, you you, <laughs> mani- you managed to make it in. Uh one of the few to make to actually make it in to McHale Park, because as we know there wasn't many tickets available. No. Paint Arse. Paint the scene for the inbreds, um at the inbreds at home.
3: well it was so full I could barely see what was going on, you know, but the only thing I could fashion it to really was I think the the conditions in the day suited me or you know, the ball was very much like uh fish being sold out of the back of a kit van, you know, very slippery, you know moved about and didn't suit the Donegal lads at all
0: and as we all know these Mayo teams they l- they love it when it's wet they love the greasy conditions and you know they've always performed well um, when they were wet um,
3: natural habitat for some of them now. So exactly the words, greasy. can I just say that just on that yeah. one
0: just on
1: that term topic there of getting wet and greasy I have to I suppose not commend whatever the opposite of commend I have to blast the referee the last day David Goff I mean, that man, he absolutely, David Goff absolutely shafted us, and not in a good way. He shafted us with the penalty. You wish.
3: Uh, You know...
0: He's not
3: a fan. Like, David Goff isn't a fan of manhandling, so do you know what went on in the
1: the box? Now, who was your standout performer from the match against Donegal? I might start here on my right. I might start with yourself, JP.
2: Uh, Oh, I thought David Clark would have been really good had he been put in goal.
0: Well, on that point, JP, let's talk about that because I know James Horn was talking after the game about Rob Henley and he was, you know, referencing to how the Brafe midfielders, they love his kickouts. You know, do you think that we're as well to keep these, you know, the mafia on side now for the rest of the season?
2: Absolutely. There's an old Italian saying that a happy mafia is a good playing mafia. So we're as well, absolutely, keep them on board. And look at, if they, if we lose, they can cry about it in the winter. But for now, yeah, let's keep the the higher uh, powers that want to corrupt everything involved in the OGA happy.
0: Because as we all know, in the past, we saw what happened when they weren't given their way. I think you could also say as well, it's the lesser of two evils, really. As we all know, having with Clark having been injured... In inverted commas uh, We have lost all of the other Ballina members Who as we all know have now walked from the panel at this stage So at least we have You know at least we have our brave Mafia still there I think they're, they're slightly ahead of those guys And bringing on to who I thought played very well Obviously losing guys like you know Mr. Nutrition, uh, Chef Regain is disappointing Kieran Tracy as well But I was very very impressed with the performance of uh, young Jimmy Duncan When he came off the bench the last day um, You know he came on there His stats were incredible You know you know we, we all know how much he loves to run around And he loves to you know get himself about And you know he did that the last day I think he ran about 6 kilometers in a minute Didn't touch the ball but I was, I was super impressed with his display And hope he starts the weekend
3: and what about yourself Patsy Who stood out for you The last day Well just going off Jimmy Duncan there Gavin Duncan was was immense From start to finish You know he really He, he really, was Yeah he really put uh, Ryan Huge out of the game And um, do you know for a lad That's going through exams Now as well Absolutely do You know fair play to him He, no he, was, imme- he was immense 100% time Doing the leaving year. Yeah he's doing Leaving surf for the fourth time Now it's best of luck Um Mr Duncan there
0: Going through a tough time And people talk about Six day turnarounds And you know uh, Recovering from these Hard games But that didn't stop Young um, Gavin Duncan From being out heavy On the sauce Come Sunday morning Cowboy hat and all Good fun with them now So we've got some Of our contenders there But unfortunately
1: They're going to all Be overlooked As I have the final say And I've decided To hand out The Mayor back Man of the match Award the last day To Our smashing number six
0: Gar the Columboil Fantastic display from a man as well, who, as we all know, is he's finished, he's done.
1: Well, he was finished last Past year, it. he That's started finished. again this he's year Irish. in a performance that gave two fingers to Chef Steph and GPS systems all around the world. He showed us that he doesn't need to come off after 42 minutes, in fact, it's better he's getting at that stage of the game. And when he put in that goal saving challenge in the first
0: half, oh, he's a man that really wears his dick on his sleeve, absolutely. TJ, I mean, I remember talking to a half big. You'd have to go back five years now. I remember talking to uh standing on the motorway heading up from Limerick after we lost to Kerry in that semi final. The traffic wasn't moving. And, and at that point, he said that, um, guard the Colin Boyle from the Bohola Davits. he said he, he was done after that. And it's hard to believe that, you know, a half decade later, he's still out, you know, throwing himself
2: around like the wrecking ball that he is. I think the Cannon Boyle is a great, um, flame of light a beacon of hope for all those people that have been washed away in this cloud of technology that swept Ireland over the last decade or so that we don't need to rely on technology that 100%, yeah. there's a lot of people in Mayo that want to be seen as a digital mim- minimalist mm-hmm. and thank God Boyle has said that actually this technology isn't true mobile phones and the internet and GPS Forget about and the maps as well That we don't need to believe in those That's for rich teams like up in Dublin And you know we see guys as well Who are you know they've got their
0: contracts With different clothing companies You know we see Keegan there wearing suits And Aidan O'Shea and whatnot. But you know Colin Boyle doesn't believe in clothes at all I saw him driving around uh, out the ring road In Castlebar a couple of weeks ago He was driving the paddy wagon with no top on him at all A minimalist in every sense of the word Couldn't give a shit
1: and another man who, I suppose, is old as fuck, would be Big Bad Adney Morning. But his age isn't not a factor at this stage of the season, as it's better and better as he that he's getting. And we would contribute this mainly to him listening to us uh. Sorry someone is just cutting the pitch here on Ballyhay in the clubhouse. <laughs> is that Tommy Goon and the <laughs> The lawnmower out there
0: Beep. After him getting the, you know, the why uh, why risk it when you could fist a tattoo across his back You'd wonder why he's still doing it, you know But, um, no, Andy is. Andy's an incredible player He's aging like a fine old fart He's just getting better and better all the time You know, and I had an interesting conversation while we were talking about this And, you know, we talk about inbreds and half-bakes and unwells all the time But it's pretty hard to believe, you know, that probably the biggest inbred we have, JP Is actually starting on our own team
2: Is that so? I heard a rumour about Andy that he was actually losing the power in his legs and that he realises if he's to play on into the future, he realises that he knows he can only rely on his fists to score. That he's getting so old that his legs have actually given way. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: he did that. So he got it wrong the first time. He went for the shot at goal. Easily saved. Second time around, took the right option, which is always the fist. And we even saw in the first half one of his comrades, Killian O'Connor, he also was able to deftly flick home a fist in the first half to give us a goal that
0: we desperately needed. So it's fist. great to see Killian
1: is even taking on our advice at this stage.
0: Hundred percent, and I, you know well that it went through his mind as well as he reached up to fist that ball. He was thinking, "Oh, these I don't want to do what these Mayo back lads want me to do," and then he considered not I'll just, do nothing without just paid for it exactly. Do you know? He can't understand us at all. You should name your price.
1: Now, I suppose the only negative that could be brought from the game the last day would be the horrible and unfortunate injury sustained by our centre forward, Jason Dorothy. A man who's played just a nice, kind, beautiful looking guy who has been playing a crucial role for us at centre forward. Word has filtered through, unfortunately, that he has injured his crucial ligament in his knee as well. And that's gonna keep him out of action for the green above the red up until 2020. And the question I'd ask my fellow panelists is here, why is it always the good looking ones that get injured? Dorothy, Parsons, Matthew Ruin, you know.
0: He was the crucial he was the crucial ligament of this Mayo team. He was keeping the two parts together. But let's not forget guys. I mean you can praise him all you want, fabulous guy, gorgeous guy and all that, but we can't forget either that he was one of the lads who got his girlfriend to follow the page instead of himself. That's sad.
1: A coward is sad.
0: That's cowardly stuff like
1: a karma. It's and never too late to follow us, though. Any of the male players who are listening now via their girlfriend's Spotify accounts, it's never too late to head on and absolutely smash that follow button, like, subscribe, and tell every inbred you know about us because we're not going away anytime soon. Not until Sam is delivered back west.
0: But your sure, Andy Moore has been following the page for years. He's he, they listen to it as a family. I have on good authority. And it's like, better. And he's getting and he, he only hasn't been listening interested in years. when
2: he found out what the internet was. I think, it's,
0: as we said all the time, these Mayo players aren't well. No. And this podcast But well, they're not is, a bit well. But this podcast is designed, it's tailor-made for, for the unwell.
1: This is an unwellness podcast, isn't that right, Fat
0: Larry? Exactly. Mm. Absolutely. As we said, Andy might well be the most inbred person in the county. And he just happens to be on the start in 15 as well.
1: And coming up on today's unwellness podcast, of course, we have an absolutely jam-packed special filled with your favourite panellists and lots of bumper interviews previewing the big game against Dublin. We'll get to that shortly but we have one interview to go to now that we picked up in Burns Bar on Saturday night after Donegal's defeat and it was when we caught up with Chef Steph Rochford who was having a little Jaeger bomb down at the back of the bar and we huddled in with him and we had a little chat with him and we just
0: thought what were his opinions on what had just happened. Chef Steph, I know it's it's not long after the the big game, but is there any way can you know can you put your finger on where it went wrong? Can you manage to put it into words, literally? Can I put my finger into words? Can you can you tell us why your Donegal team lost this game, Stephen?
1: Well, it's not my Donegal team now. It's Declan Boners. It's it's a boner Donegal team. It's a team of full of boners my team will always be those Mayo boys and they did me very proud again today they put the Mayo fans under no illusions in that first half they came out of the blocks and they showed great clarity in their thinking and decision making and important wondering skills as they clinically and efficiently and effortlessly destroyed whatever sort of defence or whatever which way we tried to come up against them but look we weren't under any illusions coming down here today we knew it was going to be a difficult game and the Mayo team obviously weren't under illusions either because in the end it was them that eluded
0: us and we failed to elude them with any of our illusions It'd be fair to say so Stephen you were never were you, were you ever under an illusion?
1: I was under an illusion for three beautiful years as manager of Mayo but that all came crashing down last year Ballyhane clubhouse
0: so what next for you Stephen I suppose at this stage you know we're expecting if Horan doesn't get this team over the line we'll be heading to Ballyhane again surely your name will be thrown back in the ring again for another crack at it
1: It, the way it works out at the moment as far as I can see is it goes Horan Homeli Rochford Horan, Homeli, Rochford. So maybe there'd be one more stint with Pat and Noel next season. You'd like to see that? That would go I know horrendously bad, and then I'll get back in again after that.
0: I know there's a few guys here at Mayo <laughs> are Back Chef that would, you know, that would love to, they would love to see Homeli back. I know uh, TJ there. That would make him as hard as a rock to hear you say that now. So we'll be will be delighted to filter that news back to the studio when we get back later on. Uh, Stephen, thanks for your time. We we unfortunately I, I can't ask you another question no problem we'll here. thanks a million we'll be here till next week thank you so much we'll head back to the studio do
1: you want a drink do you want a gigabomb
0: so that was Chef Steph there Stephen Rochford former Mayo manager um, Declan Boner's sidekick up in Donegal you'd miss him a bit wouldn't you yeah look at it, it was all going so well for so long but it really has things have come come crashing down around him unfortunately and I'm sure there'll be a few lads in that Mayo team that'll probably be happy about that
1: now at this point we seem to have everything covered from the Mayo Donegal perspective of things and hard luck to Donegal and a and commend to their fans of course if there's any Donegal folks listening to the podcast we presume there's not but we have to give you full credit and due respect for your performance in McHale Park you took your beating very very well what? much worse we wouldn't expect the dubs to be taking it so well on Saturday evening now but before we touch on that let us talk tickets Because for the third time this year Mayo GA has been embroiled embroiled In a ticketing farce Of a scandalous discourse What I'm talking about is the New York game First of all where we were blaggarded Being told that we were going to travel Halfway around the world and not get to see our boyines We had last week's Fiasco where they only put 25,000 tickets on sale And the county board sold the rest themselves To pocket the cash And now we have this week we have the GAA themselves absolutely screwing us with the online ticketing system.
0: Would anyone like to go, go off on this? Well, I experienced the, you know, the, the fire and the fury of, you know, the Mayo Inbreds at first hand on Tuesday down in queuing for a few tickets below at, at super value. I was given a lesson on how to to queue in a line. I was I was told where to where a line starts, which you know that was a, a really nice life lesson to get and one that I'll keep with me. You know, there was there was people getting abused, there was people calling into to, to radio shows given out about the whole thing and at the end of it all I was queuing for 14 hours and no one got a ticket in that time. Oh my god. Do you know. And I mean At that stage, we were told it was sold out. Do you know that they're all gone? And now, two days later, we're faced with a situation where I have 14 extra tickets bought and I can't sell any of them.
1: So it really came around full circle there, Fat Larry.
0: Oh, it has, yeah. Like, this is two disgraces in a week, you could say. Do you know that now we have. I've gone from having no tickets to. I have 16 Nally stand tickets that I can't sell. I was delighted to take them on Wednesday, but.
2: You'd be as well to rip them up.
0: Absolutely, Do you know. the fire. I'm not going to get them sold. I'm going to be out of pocket, and it's all thanks to the GAA.
1: I think it's very obvious who this one is thanked to. A Jim Glavin cyber attack. Oh. where he used Hacker. internet hackers Hacker. to hack into the web organ, the web, the web industry, and to just make it too hard for Mayo people to get them. So they'd be all dubs at it. Oh, it
0: makes me sick. It makes my piss boil, this, so it does. This, you know, and it's a great ploy as well because I... So I actually, I happened to be down in uh, down the supermarch down in uh, Belmullet and I saw uh, Chris Barrett queuing for Mayo tickets and he seemed, to, he seemed to forget that he was actually playing in the match himself and we had to remind him that he didn't need a ticket to get in. And uh, he was happy enough with that then, and he he headed off. But you know that that's unsettling for some of these male players, you know, and it's it's definitely going to
2: hamper preparations. They're, they're they're believing the hype that they're hearing and that they're seeing on the internet and on the billboards. Absolutely, do you know, it's it's
0: it's rattling our players, and you know, you'd have to think. You know this—the poor, poor West of Ireland internet—is going to have a big say in the outcome now on Saturday. Well, I was—I
3: was six hours in Cafe Rouen and not sight of a ticket.
0: You'd have had more chance getting—I'd say you'd have had more chance getting a free coffee now in Cafe Rouen than you would have getting a ticket.
4: And Maybe it, you didn't get a ticket, just Patsy. Stuck. But did you see anyone nice in there?
2: Were there any big? were there was any
4: men in there? Oh my, actually. Uh, I know usually my reports are from within the camp, but <laughs> one time I had a day off and I said that I go to a uh, cafe Rue out there, it's on uh, Upside Gavin's where you have the class 99s. And I saw Aiden in there I was hiding underneath the train course. Oh, and Aiden was in the line, and again I saw him sitting down and putting up an Instagram story, and I was like, oh, it's Aiden, okay. And I said, like, Aidan, can I get a photo? Yeah. And like, oh, class, I love four. With, uh, all, the, with the, all the A4 that you have, it uh, real slashed there. And I love it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you can, of course. And I was like, hey, will you do me a favour? Will you win the All-Ireland? that be savage. He's like, oh, I'm not too sure, because, you see, the way it works out at the moment is I'm making so much money off Mayo Inbreds from endorsements, from them being so fucking pent up by not winning All-Irelands that I don't really want to win in Ireland. all you see.
0: Lovely JP. Well, we'll just take a break for a minute. Get a, get a drink of water. Come back to us when you're ready. You know, and maybe not about Aiden, but speaking of the O'Shaes, of course, we we have two O'Shaes on the panel. We don't have all the O'Shaes I, on the panel. I
4: thought Aiden with the one. I
0: thought no. there was three Aidens. Sure, one of the O'Shaes, of course, as we know well, he's not on the panel anymore he's, because he is overseas, as we know, and he is loved up on Love Island. And he's done very well. What do you make of his performance on Love Island, uh, TJ? Fabulous. Listen, you know, this is a guy who undoubtedly
1: has a massive penis. And, you know, I just think he's a genuinely lovely guy. And I think the public saw that. And, listen, they said, you know, we're going to vote for this guy to win. So, in the end, it was himself and young Amber that took home the crown. So... Fair play to them. It's great to have a Mayo man win something. It's great to have him coming first rather than second like his brothers and the rest of that panel are used to finishing. But you see, Conor's It's great the best. to have a win- a winner and rather than a runner-up.
3: Connor's the best of both worlds, you know, he's the looks of Eden and he has the charisma of shame, you know, a lot of combination.
0: Hundred percent. Winning formula there. And you know what? as, as I always said about Connor O'Shea, he always loved a vote. <laughs> And he did well in this one. Yet again, he's come out the right side of a vote. He's a vote master. He is. He's always had a way of swinging votes his way. Always a way of swinging. Yet again.
1: Right, guys. It's been a whirlwind first part of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. And I hope you're going to stay around for part two, where we discuss the big game against the AIG Blue Dubs in Dublin. Listen,
0: guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys. I mean, you know... I think we got to look elsewhere, we've got to look for the divine.
2: Under the, the current structure.
3: Fluid type football, main fisting.
0: What about the extra monies?
2: When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male are um, they're just completely genderfied right now. They're they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back. You know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They I need think. to go back to their gender fluid ways in '96. How
1: do? Welcome back to part two. Do do do. It's time to discuss, analyse, and predict what's going to happen in the All Ireland Shammyfile and Replay First Game against the Blue Dubs in Caelan Crow Park.
0: What should we be expecting from this game? We're, we, we should be expecting a lot from this game. Um, despite the fact that the Mayo haven't actually, uh, in the last 14 games against Dublin, Mayo haven't managed to beat Dublin once. I'm firmly of the belief, and the statistics show it as well, we have got a fantastic chance of turning these guys over and ending the, the drive for five There's no question about it
1: Statistically I think we're due a win If you know what I mean Fat Larry
0: Statistically yes But you know we're also You know with the With the groundswell of just Inbred goodwill And you know support from The four corners of Arnold um, I think that's You know some people might think that carrying all these inbreds on your shoulder might weigh you down but I think it's going to I think it's going to inspire this Mayo team and I think it's going to bring them to new heights and I think we're going to do it we're going to do 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 it
1: Look we know this team is standing on the As shoulders of inbreds from the past that it never quite clicked for them on the day for whatever reason we're talking about our big John Mahon's Liam McHale Willie Joe Padden your namesake Fat Larry you know Pat, Pat Holmes Pat Holmes, these are guys that it should have worked for.
0: They fisted each other in the trenches for many years.
1: And in the end, they failed. But this is the reason why this team can go and stop what is being known as the drive for five. And they can claim what is being now referred to as the pump for one. Who do you think will come out on top? The drive for five or the pump for one?
2: Look at it. It's... I think it's fair to say that if you were driving in a car and you came across someone that had a flying fist up ready to pump you, that the pump would indeed beat the driver of the car. So from that point of view, the pump and fist is always going to win. This Andy's pump and fist, f- fisted up into the air, is going to fist
0: away Jim
3: Gallen. But we need, we, need, we need the rain, we need the greasy conditions to pump the mud hole.
0: Well, as we said earlier on, guys, we referenced to it earlier, this Mayo team, they like the wet conditions, they like the greasy conditions. and you It just know,
3: makes it easier to get that fist.
0: This, this Mayo team, they like to get down and dirty. They like to, you get, know... Get physical. Get physical. And you know. with a,
3: a deluge
1: of rain forecast for Saturday evening at 5pm, it looks like we're going to get those
0: slippery
3: conditions we've been talking about. There's been
0: golden showers promised all afternoon. And there will be plenty in the aftermath as well if we win.
3: Smash, bang and grab everything But
0: what about the dubs uh, Patsy You know It wouldn't You know As we know we, we don't We don't tend to analyse it Too much detail But Who do you think We will uh, Be detailing To pick up the man Who's Returning to the Dublin squad Jermot Connolly? Connelly You're very Jermot Connelly Sorry You're very excited Love child of Noel Connelly Who do you think We should pick up Connelly with Stephen Trafford maybe Stephen Trafford to pick up Connelly would that be probably down to the fact that they they come from the same club? Well, apparently there's been a bit of a split in the club now, so there's going to be really no, really no
2: love lost there. No, you can expect no love lost between Canelli and Cone. And um, as well as that, Cone is ultimately the bad boy of this Mayo team. You know, he's such a bad boy that he's only ever decided to run Cyprus. He's so bad. Well, I for one
1: have the image of Dear Canelli just being absolutely mesmerised and encapsulated by the art of the Cone just having a cone sitting on his head like a party hat for the duration of the seventy minutes, and just to leave him totally flummoxed and flabbergasted,
2: and he Lifeless. won't be able to play that well at all. He's going to rob Canelli of his synergy.
0: I think a big thing coming into this game as well against Dublin and a secret weapon that we've never had before when coming up to face the Dubs. We've we've had you know we always had Dar- Stephen Cohn. Not only this year we have two cones But we also have a multitude Of maybe 50 or 60 other Plastic coloured cones And Danny Ford The you, cone master you The know, king of the cone You know him well JP you know him, you, you know him for a long time You taught him JP isn't that right Absolutely You you know what he can bring And you know he's going to have something up his sleeve There's no doubt about it
1: I've always known him for years And he is a man that always had a cone up his sleeve Ready for any type of occasion
0: You'd you and, man here running with them.
1: Yeah, there was a couple of things in the early days of that Mayo setup that we didn't see eye to eye over. But lads, we all know that things were very different in our day. When we were playing football, do you know, it was very easy for us to tell everyone how great we were because they don't have any physical evidence to say otherwise. So we just go around talking about how great we used to be back in an era where nobody really gave a shite. And I suppose we use that platform to talk down on today's lads who really try harder than we ever could but you know that's our role everyone plays a role in this everyone is a different cog in the mayo machine and that's why it's imperative that we all come together work together and get the right result on saturday evening
2: come are on. you asking mayo fans to put cones out in crow park line where, where the roads
1: with bonfires and
2: cones as that yeah. old song goes uh, who's more boring James Gavin or James Horan, That's both incredibly boring men. Excellent question. They're very boring, and neither of them deserve to win, and all are Are the players running the show?
0: I think, I think in terms of the the manager, who's the most boring. You know, you gotta hand it to Horan. I mean, I think it's one of the few matchups that I think we win in this one. You know, for wow. For a man, you know, to mange a team who are just so ad hoc, so, you know, it's all so mad and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. The fact that he can remain so boring through it all while his team are playing gender fluid football and shitting themselves game in, game out. You know, how the man can just stay so calm. It's, a, it's you know, it's amazing, really.
1: But Larry, I'm just going to stop you there because they're very interesting points that you're making, but there's no point making them to yourself. You might as well put them to the big man. That's why we've got on the line Coach James Hornan. James, are you there?
4: Hi, guys. Yeah, I was just eating uh, breakfast there, uh, just uh, raw porridge oats.
2: Yeah, just analysing the game, keeping my heartbeat in a steady, steady heart rate, not trying to get too excited. Or uh, two down
1: either That's brilliant to hear James I don't know if you were Listening to What we were just Talking about there But the topic of discussion Here in the studio
5: I Is that, no, that you're uh... uh, Just reading An encyclopedia
1: On Jay Well The suggestion here Coming from one of the panelists Is that you're quite boring Have you just confirmed that By what you just said
2: interesting opinions. Uh, I'm sitting here reading strategy book, synergy, uh, predictive analysis, uh, artificial intelligence. Fantastic approach to speed light industries. Um, processes, of course, and of course, um, uh, acumen, which is hugely uh, important for the modern
0: industry of um, making soft drinks and making soft football teams. And some of these guys, you know, some of these Mayo players, they've got good they've got good acumen, haven't they? You know,
2: What I said to the guys at the start of the season, look at guys, uh, I'm all about taking it offline. You know, brainstorming, meeting in the project room, and when we take it offline, by that I mean we go onto the pitch and we deliver our bad goals on the pitch. That is, not taking goal chances, hitting lots of wides. It's really perfect business acumen.
1: And James, finally, before we let you go, I suppose we've had a lot of texts coming into the text line here, and the Twitter machine has been going off wondering who's going to start, Clark or Henley. You once said earlier on this season, goalkeepers are like underpants, you have to change them every couple of weeks. Who are you going to go with on Saturday evening, James? Uh, Slingerman. Hierarchy.
0: Very good, very good. So, thanks to James Horan for that.
1: Excellent to get a man of his caliber on the phone. I wonder how to ask, many
0: more former mangers are we going to get on. I think so,
2: we more to come. We hey, have Tuesday's out till a
0: We have plenty more
1: former mangers to go, guys. Don't you so worry your heads about that. Tuned. There's more to come. There's more where that came from. Plenty more. Now, we'll just spend another couple of minutes talking about this Dublin game because the drive for five needs to be stopped. And we've got the men to do it. But who do you think will be
0: our key men in the game on Saturday evening? Well, I think it's very, very important against Dublin. You know, you have to go out and you can't give them any chances. You know, they'll convert... They'll convert pretty much everything they get. You know, we've seen this Mayo team have been quite fluid going forward at times. But with a gender-fluid team comes, you know, a lot of bag-shitting at the other end. And I think... A very very important um, player this weekend to plug the hole and to stop the fluid flowing from this Mayo team, you know, has to be Tom Parsnip's. You know that that Parsnip shape. You know he'll be able to, he'll be able to just get him get himself into those holes. You know, eliminate the space and just you know gets right stuck up in there far. Plug the gaps as it were.
1: Yeah. Well, I would can only dream. Of the orgasmic
0: ovation the crowd will give When Tom Parsons enters the fray You know, if Tom Parsons manages to make it onto the field this weekend You know, there'll be You know, it'll be one of those It'll be one of those Where were you moments You know, it'll be like You know, we say like Where were you when David Drake made his debut in an All-Ireland semi-final This could be on it This could be This might be far off
1: Listen It's not so much about the personnel Or the actual names of these guys It's going to come down a lot more to the mental approach that this Mayo team take do you know are they going to are they going to be willing to play hard and get hard with their opposition are they going to play that smack and smash football that we've heard from Mayo teams in the past well, if, get
3: up on their face
0: well if we're going to play that style of football then you've got to think that we, you know you can't look past Caelan Crowe you know you're talking mental toughness you're talking a guy who migrates for many many days during the winter to warmer places you know he he flies around he sits up on telephone wires and you know in the icy cold mayo winters and he keeps coming back summer after summer with l- very little reward you know i think this guy could this guy could have a big say the next day and he could you know he could fly over crow park and he could shit all over hill 16. just like
1: his partner Cullen Boyle could bring the Reckon Boyle down and absolutely smash the entire hill and all of its residents to pieces. Wouldn't that be a sight to see? Mm-hmm. That would only be the
2: finest. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I suppose one of the reasons we love doing this podcast is it gives us a little bit of leeway with our tongues. You know, we're not tied down to any contracts or obligations. We can call it as it is, folks. So I think I'd be the first to say, and I think i will be praised for saying this amongst the group here, fuck the dubs. Would you agree with that sentiment? That's mm-hmm. lovely. Now, yes,
0: absolutely. Fuck the Dubs and up Mayo. Well, as we've seen, the Dublin fans up in Noma last weekend—they jumped on the bit Mayo are back back bandwagon. They, you know, they had a little sign there saying Mayo are back on it. Of course, as we, as we saw, on social media, and that's nice to see, you know. But I, I firmly, I would be extending no olive branch to these Dublin supporters. Yeah, I and any Dublin supporters them.
1: looking to engage with the page or interact with us or anything like that—you are not welcome. This is a Mayo based movement This is for Mayo inbreds only
0: The movement Pure Mayo people Purity Find them on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter
1: And how are these Mayo people going to manifest their way up to Dublin now at the weekend? Because it's been a while guys Any of us that weren't at that league final back in the spring Mightn't have been in Croker for quite some time So how should we manifest our way up
0: there? i'm sure there's going to be plenty of mayo fans and dublin fans alike in crow park come saturday who haven't been there in a long time and that's fair enough you know that's it's fair weather season really isn't it you know and as we've seen that with the the, the mad scramble for tickets but you know people are going to get there anyway they can there's going to be buses there's going to be trains there's going to be lads walking cycling there's going to be lads flying on barry moran's back there's going to be you know they're going to get there any way they can and You know, please, God, we'll see see a good show in a green and red. And we'll call everyone to get in early, guys, because, of course, at
1: 3pm, the Mayo Babies are playing. They're contesting an All-Arnold final for the first time since 2013. They're playing against Cork at 3 o'clock, and we would encourage all Mayo inbreds to get there and to cheer them on as
0: loud as you can. Absolutely. Well, you know, this Mayo Babies team hasn't been without controversy this year. Do you know, there's... There's been a lot of questions raised about the eligibility and the age of a certain fat Larry Finnerty who's lining out in corner forward. Well, he's like very developed looking. Yeah, you know, like. And, and I wouldn't mind, but 20, 30 years after he was sprung from the bench in the 1989 final, he's managed to make his way back to this, you know, under 17 grade, wearing that famous number 18 shirt and being plugged from the bench to score late goals, you know, so. No questions would have to be raised about that, but I suppose I think we're just happy to have them on our side, really.
1: So we wish them all the best, and maybe if they do get the win that they deserve, we might uh, we might get in touch with them for a little chin wag next week. We have to keep our options open, you know, presuming that there's no more senior football after this. We have to be very ready to back our ladies and get behind the ladies.
0: Well, speaking just before we move on to the ladies, about you know getting the under 17s on side you know we do have to be careful because they obviously are all their children you know on this Mayo under 17s team do you know but what we can only hope for is that these guys aren't as media savvy and as you know disciplined when it comes to doing interviews and engaging with uh mayo based social media accounts you know the cynicism that the senior team has brought in obviously means that they don't interact with us as much but hopefully you know we can Prey on these under seventeen guys, and maybe they'll. It they might give us a few interviews, and they're up mm-hmm. to the final. But, but to go back to your point about the Mayo ladies, yeah, absolutely. Do you know they're absolutely. they're they're in an All Ireland quarter final themselves, two o'clock Saturday, which is a, an absolute disgrace as far as I'm concerned. They, they could have played that game in Crow Park. We could have all gone and watched them. With all due respect, it will be difficult to make it. From Longford at two o'clock all the way to Crow Park for five o'clock, but we'll try our best, you know, we'll get there we'll we'll make every we'll make every attempt to support our ladies as well. But no due respect has been shown in this instance.
1: We leave no stone unturned in the supporting of our country teams, no matter what the GAA do to try and stop us. So, without further to do, we'd like to wish the very, very best of luck to all three of those sides as they go into their big games at the weekend. It is a defining weekend in Mayo, GA, folks. And come Monday morning, we're going to know a lot more about the lie of the land. Now, we better leave it there for part two. We only have one more part to come. You're doing great if you've stuck with us so far, guys. Keep it up now for part three. Fair play to you.
0: You'd have to be very inbred to make it this far. (laughs) True.
2: So,
1: we're back for part three of the Mayor Back podcast, and here we come to the time of the show where we give you the opportunity to have your say and we answer a couple of your questions via the Instagram that's at Mayor Back. The first one is an absolute dinger of a question. Maybe we haven't won an All Arnold because the Flying Doctor lives on through Scott Kilker. I think this is 100% correct. And well done to our eagle-eyed follower that spotted that one and sent that little tip our way. The Flying Doctor, who flew his way all around York, Ireland, and now Chicago, it seems, as he plies his trade with McBrides over there in the States. And by all accounts, the, the bell grand mullet bagminder is in insatiable form at the moment. The Grand Old Duke of York, I think, is what we named him, wasn't it? It was indeed. And if any man is going to carry on the crown of being the Flying Doctor... I would suggest it's that man who's already covering so many air miles in and and out from the Mullet Peninsula.
2: He's doing very well, considering he doesn't have a word of English. Mm. Scotto. If there's a grant going.
1: Next question from one of our Day One fans. Tommy Goonan was selling dodgy turf at the match on Saturday. Ticket gate is just a cover-up. Like many of the questions we get... Not really questions, more accusations But we're happy to air them We're very very happy to air them One of our other followers is wondering Will Chef Regain, Regain His position in the team?
2: No No he will not
0: Considering the form of um, guys like Crow And James Durkin And these fellas You know Tommy Goals I think, I, know. No I don't think so, not this year. He'd want to cook up something special now. Mm. As always, our
1: questions are full of those two names in particular, Drake and Crow. One person is suggesting that birds of a feather should start together and Drake and Crow should both play against the dubs on Saturday evening. Definitely. Fly high over Crow Park and shit all over the bastards below. One man is asking a very important question. Where are we going for our pre-match pints, Mayorback? Where are we going?
5: Uh, I'd have to be out of the finest place you'd ever go. That's Phoenix Abroad, there up in Longford. You get the bite with the feed and dinner, and I swear to God, you go anywhere in the world, but you can't beat the feed in Phoenix.
1: There eh? you go, Phoenix. There's your free plug. Notice that we're not backing any other, say, super- or any other fast food franchises at the moment. That boycott is still going on. Next question. Not a question. Again, <laughs> our next comment is one fan who thinks that we should start Drake, bring Tim Parsnips out at half time with his bionic legs swinging, and get Aid XI crippling Ooh. people. <laughs> now, I'd love to see Tom Parsons swinging it around at half time and Aidan getting rough and ready around the midfield. That's the sort of physicality we're going to need to bring to the occasion if we're going to have any chance of getting a result. Is there enough movement in the full forward line? The car has been going fast and furious around the cone, but is
0: the cock providing enough speed in there? That is a loaded question. Absolutely. But well, where do you even start with that one? I think we, there's plenty of movement now. I mean, he, you know, Andy has two gyms now. There's, that's a lot of movement going on there. So, do you know, you can't say anything about him. Uh, cock, uh, not, no, not an awful lot of movement out of the cock now, but... If he keeps hanging around the goal out there, you know, he'll catch a few breaks and pad the record with a few handy scores, and he'll tap a few frees over and sure. he'll be happy with that.
2: I heard he's off to Australia.
0: That was
1: an extremely good question. Next one: could an old Drake become the new Seamus Derby? Could he be the man that smashes in the goal, that ends this Dublin drive for five? Could it be the Drake? that you won't find happier men in the whole country if it did happen. It seems like the stars are aligning four years on. It's time for Drake to have the impact that he hasn't failed to have. Is Conor O'Shea back from Love Island for the game? I think he's staying out there, is he? Would there be any sense in flying Keane Hanley home to this game, even if it was just to hold David Drake's
0: hand on the bench? Any way to keep our Drakey as happy as he can, we'll take it. You know, if, even if they want to let Dougie back onto the panel to sit with him.
1: And I'm wondering myself personally whether the return to fitness of these fabulous young guys that we've missed recently, the likes of Matthew Ru and Tom Parsnips, could we see them donning the Mayo jersey together at any stage?
0: And more on that point, why hasn't Jason Gibbons been brought in? Well, if they're going to put Parsons and Matthew in midfield together, this weekend, I think, would be the best weekend to do it because it's going to be so wet in Crow Park anyways that people won't be able to show uh, how wet they've become to see them playing. as for Jason Gibbons, you know, I suppose it shows you how things have changed since 2014. You know, it's more about, well, ever since Alan Dillon retired, it's more about the Braithy Mafia now. You know, there was obviously the five of them there with uh, the, the four lads and Andy Moore in, there a few years ago. But it's very much the Brafe Mafia now, I think. So it was, they decided to bring Matthew in.
1: Fabulous. This could be the last question. Who is the Mayo Witch Doctor? Who is the healer behind these... Remarkable recoveries we've seen in recent weeks. Anabolic steroids. Cortisone <coughs> cane. At this stage of a very long winded and winding podcast, we find ourselves with not much left to do, only to get a couple of predictions. And we're not just going to be confined to the studio here, guys. Our roving reporters have been out and about, and we've got predictions from all sorts of people here. All sons of Weo who want to give their take on the big game coming up at the weekend.
0: Former Mayo Joint Managers, Homeli, you're joining us here. Um, Hi, guys. Guys, who do you think? You, you can do it together.
2: Let's have fun. Who
0: do you think? <laughs> okay, okay. On, on three, we, we go together. Okay. One, two, <laughs> three. three. Dublin,
1: <laughs> I mean... I'm not up for Dublin, I just think they'll be too powerful and strong <laughs> with their fine, fabulous legs and more whatever. I just You could think really
2: say that we started Dublin
1: to get really good. We did, that. in fairness, you know, a draw, we did good to get Remember that Remember the time
2: we gave them our plan.
1: If we hadn't left the plan at that hotel, there'd be no <laughs> drive for five. <laughs> oh,
2: Dad,
0: Jimmy!
1: Homeli would still be driving to stay alive.
0: Next up, we're joined by uh, former Mayo manager John Mahon. John? How do you think this game is going to manifest itself on the weekend?
3: It's gonna manifest itself in such a way that, you know, the game is gonna show a lot of charisma, a lot of fight, a lot of strength. So I'm gonna say a Mayo win by a point and five red cards.
0: Next up, we are joined by former um, Mayo underage star and Everton player, Kevin Kilbane.
3: Yeah, I just
1: fucking love Mayo, right? And everyone's been saying, oh yeah, this Mayo team, you know, Mayo is shy. And I've been saying, lads, Mayo are back, Mayo are fucking back, we got it boys, we got the fucking Sam this year, didn't we?
0: And finally, we are joined by a Mayo legend, I think you could fa- it's be fair to say, um, and a good friend of ours, Angelina Nugent. How do you think this game is going to manifest itself?
1: Mayo are back.
0: We interviewed some Mayo fans from across the spectrum. We interviewed Half Bakes, unwells, and of course the fully blown inbreds themselves. And you know, I think all in all, I think a lot of people think that this is going to be our day in the sun or in the rain. Well, we deserve it at this
1: stage with all we've put in now all season long. This is the ninth podcast this year. Don't
0: we deserve it though? We do. We deserve this.
1: We've worked hard. And, you know, I'm sure the Mayo players have worked hard a bit as well. They've done some training and James Hoard has come up with some plans and managed to not leave them in any hotels or anything. So, you know, they've undoubtedly put in a bit of work as well. So they also, they owe us nothing. They owe us nothing. I've been to New York, the North and all over this country. So I don't owe them fucking much either now. So I think we both deserve now a win. We'll shake this monkey off the back End the drive for five Stay alive Get through to the final And undoubtedly lose To Tyrone or Kerry Mm -hmm. There's no way in my mind Do I think we're going to win Sam But I know That we're going to end this drive for five I think we have it in us We're destined to do it We were made for this This
0: Mayo team was
1: built for this And if you're listening to this guys Which Really you shouldn't be all the best now. We wish you all the best when you go out there onto the pitch. Keep what we've said here now in this podcast in your mind. Keep it in the four skins of your mind when you cross the white lines in Crow Park. And just have fun with it as well. I suppose it would be my last bit of advice. Have a bit of crack out there.
2: Yeah.
0: And go and do it. Blow the load. And on that note, Blow there's nothing the left to the say the apart from mayo do do do. And to pay homage to the great man that is Colum Boyle, all the way from the Bohola Davits, Kevin Prendergast is going to sing us out With the three pubs in Bohola Happy birthday Kevin
4: I
5: said farewell to London And across the Irish Sea I travelled down from Dublin With the good old CIE. Through the Midlands and Common, with mail on the line. I dreamt of lovely Mary, the girl I left behind There's three pups down the whole lot, as everybody knows Back in us, and roaches, where the crack like honey rolls and lovely In the village of Pahola the moon was shining bright Two lonely hearts were broken and the tears fell like rain But now I'm back in May whole once again There are three pubs down Pahola as everybody, Never go back to all the crazy strife. Bahola hasn't changed talk and the time I've been away. I'm back in love with Mary and I never more will stray. There's three pubs down the as everybody knows. Actiness, claps, and oceans, where the crack like honey flows. A lovely Mary here with me, I never more will roam Mail, how I love you, all oh, of my dear home.